This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Is that a B? No, it's it's not a B. The fuck is it? It's 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 uh, the worst one. No, no, no a wasp. It's just a little the beetle. It's good. It's what is it? Thingy. It's a beetle. It's just a small beetle. You brought a beetle in here. It was just close to my face. I was leaning on the wall. It was my fault. I was in his home. I can't believe you brought a beetle in here. What? Who's your favorite? Which one's your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to come. Ringo should make the peace sign more with his hands. Ringo should wear more rings. I think it would really help his likability if he made the peace sign more. If he made the peace sign more and every finger had at least 13 rings on it. <laughs> it is, uh, I mean, there's another lens that we could use if that one doesn't work. It worked. We used it last time. Squine. Really, it's just a long lens. That's like a 70 to 2 in a million 5. The focal length. Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. We're doing, uh, we're having a lot of fun here in the set on the studio, in the sit in the studio. Have a set to make to made up to look like the studio. Um, we share this space with the Valley Folk. It is the Valley Folk office, and um, you know what happens to this table is we lose all of our toys, we lose all of our instruments, we lose all of our fun gags. Can I tell you something? Go ahead, buddy. I'm not saying that anything needs to change, but I am saying that I was watching um, just the smallest bit of the best of that Ryan put together. Oh yeah. I don't want to single him out, mainly because he's not going to have a job. Don't point that. fingers. <laughs> um, but I miss the. Uh, there he goes. <laughs> she left the he just room. Left the, out the window. He bounced like a tick. It was weird. Um, I I miss the doing it at your house. Yeah, and, I know. I've heard people say was it. yellow. Somebody literally said, and it like, was I all yellow, the yellowish tint <laughs> that Chris Martin describes so well. Um, Mike, I've got some fun stuff to share with you today. I can't wait. I have fun stories as well. Really? Yeah. I love fun stories. Let me write it down. I can't do this bit uh, again because I just did it on the Valley cast. <laughs> it's just the tab is open. Remember, we first did it here. We first did it in your house. Yeah, yeah, with the pencil. Yeah. <laughs> and then I did it on the Valley cast recently. Nice. Fuck it. It's up. I'm going to use it. Maybe some jokes some could here. just be ours. Use the bit on both pod cast can i see that pencil real quick yeah man here you go okay thank you yeah <clears throat> remind steve to never let history road be done on the alley alley that's not right that doesn't be a valley Cats. Cast or cats? It's cast. Cast. Valley. <laughs> Valley. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, okay, let's start over. <laughs> Wait, you use a new page. Um, okay, so all right, yeah, I used it, and uh, no, we will never. There will never be. <laughs> there will never be. <laughs> there will never be. But we'll. But sometimes what will happen is, and Mike, you know this. You're guilty of this. Uh huh. Our bits will make it outside of the podcast, in whether it's in stand-up or a sketch form or something like that. Yeah, sometimes. It I just happens. I was doing a Lost Bird bit <laughs> That's a recently. Good one. That's a real good one. And, uh, and then I heard a bunch of other comedians' Lost Bird bits, and it wasn't the same, but it just the fact that other people have those. It, it bummed you out? It bummed me out, and I was like, done. I say, you know, feel feel the room, obviously, and you're the professional. Yeah, well, the, but you know, I mean, don't retire it. The thing is, I can honestly tell you, I could point to the corner where mm. we started coming up with that. Yeah, and I remember the bird's original name. <laughs> I remember the coloring of the bird, so it all came from an honest place. I know I never stole it. Yeah. So what I'll do is like, I'll do it on the road. Sometimes. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's never going to be like filmed and put anywhere just because it's close. And Dude. no one in the world is you, Mike, and and your performance of something is uh, different than anybody else's. Yeah, and unique to you. So fuck him. Hell yeah. Um, you know what else, dude? Let's I, hear um, it. I'll tell you. what I was gonna say. Me I too, man. It, but then I lost. Would it. you like to be? Would you like to laugh a lot right now with yes, me? Yes, please. Mike, I have something that will make you laugh a lot, and I want to thank one Mister Elliot Morgan for calling this piece of glory to my attention. Um, and apparently, this was a big Reddit post yesterday. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> what year? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Do you remember the year 2009, Mike? Yes, not well. Yeah, do you, Ryan? Yeah, I remember. I don't remember. Yeah, I also do not remember anything. Ryan didn't even try. Nah, yeah, not one. Nah, right, right, That's all I heard over there. But the head shake told me no. Start talking about something else immediately. Yeah, right, right, There you There he goes. Wow. He's a fast little critter. <sighs> He's outgrown us, Ryan. In the year 2009, Michael, a film called Angels and Demons came out, which was a sequel to The Da Vinci Code, starring... Thanks. Rob Hanks. Rob Thomas. Giant Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hunk. Giant Tom Hanks was in... <laughs> Is this Angels and Demons in the Outfield, or is that, a, <laughs> is that a different? Angels and Demons in the Outfield of Dreams. And this was not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like treasure in baseball? Then you better build it. Baseball is the national treasure. <laughs> Starring Tom Cage. <laughs> All right. So listen. In so there's a there's an event called CES. Have you heard about this, Ryan? Have you heard about this thing I'm about to show? Man, I wish you could hear it. Put on, oh, come over here and put on one of these headphones. But don't let your face be shown by any of the camera. <laughs> I just want you to hear it. Have a seat. You have a seat. Jesus Christ. Well, put the thing away and we'll have a seat. 
And if you want to talk, that mic's there for a sec. All right. Here we go. So, Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For those of you that don't know what the fuck just happened because you're listening to the audio version, well, let me take this opportunity to promote to you the video version on youtube.com slash dynamic banter. Ryan Faroki, who's over here covering his face because he has not signed an NDA yet. Doing his uh, best impression of Wilson. He from does home improvement. <laughs> he does all the <laughs> editing. Uh, on uh, on a lot of those BT on all the BTS videos and uh, and is has been curating animated fan made uh, bit videos as yeah. well. So for those of you that are considering turning a recent bit, oh I don't know maybe about spinning uh, into an animated <laughs> moment, then Ryan uh, will find it. And I will find you. And you know we'll we'll showcase it on the Dynamic Banter channel. Me 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 me. But anyway, so um, <laughs> CES. You don't have to cover your face. Get comfortable, Ryan. This is going to be a bit. Um, anyway, so yeah, you can see what we were doing in the video version. It's not that interesting, but you you can see it. Um, so CES, Mike. You ever heard of CES? Yes, I Consumer Electronics Show. It's a big event in Vegas. Uh, Trisha Hirschberger used to cover it every year. I think she still does go, at least, but she used to cover it every year for SourceFed Nerd. And they just showcase all the latest technology in like the in the world. Like that's where they debut like plasma TVs yeah. or VR the red camera. Right, that's where it debuts at CES essentially. And so the story behind this, what I what I'm about to share with you is, and I wish I had had it right in front of me, but I'll give you the truncated version. Why is Ryan here? Because he, I want him to hear it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He I has to hear it. Happening. It's so good. I want him to hear it. I don't want him to sit over. Because can I say, can I be honest? I didn't want him to sit over there and hear us laugh so hard. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to laugh eventually. Because and, and it, it's going to be so funny, but he won't be able to hear shit over okay, there. Okay, great. Now I'm on the, I'm sorry for. Okay, so anyway. Uh, Elliot shared this with me yesterday, and it's essentially Tom Hanks was in Angels and Demons, and it came out, it, or was coming out around the same time this C, that CES was out, and apparently in his contract, he had to appear at CES to promote, like, Sony shit, like, okay. because, because Angels and Demons Sony is a movie. Sony movie, uh -huh. so he, like, had to promote <laughs> Sony technology. Uh-huh. And he absolutely does not want to be there. Oh, yeah. This and, is great. And he, like, it's the most incredible thing I've ever heard. Okay. It's Tom Hanks not wanting to be somewhere. Established Tom Hanks. Estab Dude, this is 2009 Tom Hanks. Way this is post Wait, This Trump. is post Toy Story 2, I think. Hell yeah. At least. Yeah. And yeah, this is A-list fucking massive celebrity Tom Hanks. And in, in a mood we have never seen him in, being Tom Hanks, here we go. Back to you in the studio, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Okay, so let me explain what's happening. Ryan's in the best spot. He's walking onto the stage. And Do I have to see it for it to be as no, funny? No, as, no. Okay, perfect. He's walking onto the stage, and he's looking over at the screen behind him, and it's just his name and <laughs> Angels and Demons, and he, he instantly is, like, not having it. He doesn't <laughs> like it. So this is him walking on the stage. He looks over. Oh, boy. Hey, 
Damn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't have been more moved by Gary's presentation. <laughs> Wait, the <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, so this is the part you need to see, but I'll explain it to you. Wait. <laughs> you don't have to move. He's basically doing, like, you know how public speakers wand on the stage? <laughs> yeah. He's doing it, like, comically really fast. <laughs> Dave did a great presentation. And he's going, like... <laughs> Right? It's the best thing ever. I couldn't have been more moved by Gary's presentation. <laughs> He's still walking really fast. What a cup of coffee wake up Gary Shapiro is. <laughs> In case you didn't miss his many important points, I will now repeat his entire speech off the teleprompter. I have to confess I am not here to promote that movie or to curry favor with the executives at Sony. Oh no, I'm here simply because of Betamax regret. I went VHS. What a fool I was. What a different world this would have been had I only been one of the 600 people that bought Betamaxes back in the day. What was I doing thinking that the television was better than Atari? I have no voice or vision when it comes to consumer electronics. I'm a dope. I bought a TV from RCA in 1974. This is how bad I was. I went to laser discs, and not the ones that are read by lasers. No, the ones that actually played by a stylus. I have a garage full of them, and they're all for sale on eBay, 50 cents a piece. <laughs> so now, he goes on like this for quite a bit. And then finally the president of Sony comes out <laughs> and he's promoting and they're, they're debuting essentially Google Glass before Google Glass came out. Okay. But it looks so bad and it's awful. And so it's him presenting it and Tom Hanks wants nothing to do with it. Here's the, here's this. Oh no, it went, I found the moment and then it reloaded and now I got to <laughs> refine the moment and it's loading again. And this is the hell I live in at the Valley Folk <laughs> office. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> Back to you, Tom. Okay, so hang on. Here it comes, here it comes, here it comes. Okay, here we go. They're walking over to the, <laughs> to the podium. Wants me to be today, Howard. <laughs> oh, wait, let's, let's hear what he says. Are you a Pisces, Tom? No, but move right. Glasses demo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm whatever Sony wants me to be today, Howard. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm glad someone is. <laughs> so these, these are special glasses, very special glasses, are a prototype of what we're developing in our labs. When wearing them, and I'm going to have to take my glasses, probably can't read a prompter after this. Whoops. And he's just fumbling with a piece on. of electronic garbage. Tom's being difficult. When wearing these glasses, you can actually watch a movie and watch Tom Hanks at the same time. He's just laughing. Uh, that's big. That's beginning. Look to at be how garbage privilege. this looks. But Whatever. it was 2009, so. But it's like it. It's like a webcam. <laughs> the worst webcam footage you've ever seen. Not since Gary Shapiro as Groucho have I been so entertained. <laughs> They're, no, showing, they're showing clips from so Tom Hanks' movies all over anyway, this terrible webcam like footage. It is. And then he, Tom Hanks starts... puts on glasses to watch, watch the, the screen, screen. Which I'm doing. Yes. And everyone can see on the big screen. <laughs> it can see you while also watching one of your movies. Tom, why don't... To hell with it. Why don't you try this? I think I have to. <laughs> is there a place where I could see me watching me watching my movies? <laughs> What did he say? He said oh, that. Oh, look, they're so cool and hip. 
<laughs> he says, now I get to watch clips of me when I was 15 years younger. <laughs> this means I could watch myself in a movie that I made 17 years ago on the small screen and realize how old I am now. <laughs> I'm moving slowly in order for the background to match up. Look how realistic and lifelike it is. Howard, I'm matching you up with my own eyes. There's Gary Marshall. Penny Marshall. In other words, I've only worked with people from Happy Days. <laughs> so he, so he, you got to hear the end of it. The end of it is the best part. He just keeps going on like that. And by the way, this is like a 12-minute video, and I've only got, I've only basically heard the things that you guys have heard. I haven't watched the whole thing. I can't wait to. Uh -huh. But you got to hear the end of it. It's the best part. Footage from it at the Sony booth at CES. Ladies and gentlemen, the incomparable Tom Hanks. Oh, I'm being banished now. Thank you. I'm exiting stage left. He's I'm what? being sucked into a vortex. <laughs> Howard, save me. <laughs> I, feel, I feel the evil forces of Samsung pulling me deeper and deeper. <laughs> Oh no, don't banish me to the Casio hellhole. Oh, look, I apologize. I don't want to live by Sanyo's rules anymore. <laughs> save me, you're a knight for God's sake. <laughs> and he's being like, he's just walking out into the darkness uh, while he's doing it. I fucking love Tom Hanks so yikes. much. He he's, didn't want to do it. No. Get out of here, Ryan. Dude, thank you for helping us. Can you, thank you so much for being here, Ryan. Thank you for helping me listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, sit here while I listen to this. Ryan, look at me in the eyes while I listen to this. Ryan, did you think that that was funny? <laughs> I did. It's On a so scale good, of right? one to spinning woman, oh, how no. funny was Tom Hanks? That's, hard. That's yeah. very hard. It's a different type of funny. Would you have thought that was laugh out loud funny if Tom Hanks was spinning at top speed, terminal velocity? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine... Like, we've had to take jobs that were kind of very pitchy like that. Yeah. And we had to, like, sell stuff for other people. Yeah. But there was a way to get through it. Imagine being Tom Hanks. Dude. And, like, already having that much money and I'm, respect and having to do that. I'm surprised that nobody's done it, really. Like, I mean, I guess it's, like, maybe they're afraid to or something. Or maybe... Afraid to what? To, to like, really just, like... You know, some huge celebrity. Like, why haven't we seen... Like, I'd never seen that fucking footage before. Uh-huh. Like, w w I'm sure maybe there's more like it. But yeah. I've never heard of a celebrity, like a massive celebrity, like just straight up like losing... Like dropping the prompter and just going like, man, fuck all this shit or whatever, you know? Like... Uh, I Heart Radio Festival, Green Day. Did they? Did they? Oh, did they fuck around? Did they you fuck remember around? when they were like... Avril Lavigne's up next or something. We're fucking... Or something like that. They got... Somebody ran over, so their time got cut. Oh, like, fuck shit. this. Yeah, look up Green Day okay. iHeart Radio. Is that it? Ryan? Ryan, please. Ryan, please. Look at Mike. Ryan, look at me while I'm looking at you. Green Day at smashes guitars and storms off stage at iHeart Radio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy! I mean, that's pretty punk rock. Number four, you go at number nine. I don't even know if we got to number nine last time. It's all fuzzy in my mind. You know why? 
Because mm. it's punk rock to forget shit. Number no, that was number nine. It's punk rock to forget shit. Now. Forget it. <laughs> number nine. Forget it. <laughs> now do number nine. Forget it. I thought that was number eight. No, no, that was number nine. Now we're doing number ten. You ready? All right. When you perform at iHeartRadio, break a guitar. No, number ten, break a guitar. All right. <laughs> <laughs> correcting it in real time. No, no. Billy Joe Armstrong of Green Day throws the neck of his guitar after smashing it. During a performance on stage at the MGM Grand Garden Arena, <laughs> sponsored by Doritos, <laughs> <laughs> hologram Doritos. That's the Smoothie King Garden Arena. Open up of hologram Doritos. You open them up, and a hologram of a Dorito pops right out in front of your fucking face. You can almost taste it. Yeah, because Doritos. Dorito, now that now that we're in the future, people reg- people don't like Doritos. Uh, Doritos uh. were killing kids. We found they gave it to us at school. Kids were eating Doritos and dying. Real young. So, but we love nostalgia. So we got hologram Doritos. <laughs> Scram, squomp, squeam, squomp. Here's a three-second meme. Electric guitar. Now we're gonna talk about holograms. <laughs> it seems like it seemed like things were running smoothly for the first night of the second annual iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Right up there with Woodstock, <laughs> or or as some might know it, Woodstock Two. <laughs> <laughs> as someone might know it, not Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about Just like the Vans Warped Tour, but worse. <laughs> the first four hours alone hosted genre-spanning performances from... Are you ready for this, Mike? Mm. Can you guess? Give me a year. So it was t- 2012? Yeah. 2012. 2012. What year is it now? 19. This is really recent for... It's like more recent than it seems. Than I thought it would be, but it's total. But How Green Day's performing, so who else would have been? Who else? But in? Green Day was like the old guys there. What about Justin Bieber? No Bieber. Well, it doesn't say Bieber. Well, actually, oh no, but he does mention Bieber. Yeah, he mentions. BBA. I remember. That's the part I remember. All right. Well, here's here's some of the performances that were there. Okay. No doubt. In 2012. Yeah, I guess. Okay. September 21st, Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah. Okay. It's very strange that it was 2012. It's a weird lineup. Jason Aldean? Jason Aldean? Don't know it. Bon Jovi. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Miranda Lambert, Swedish House Mafia, uh-huh. and Usher. Those were the headliners. <laughs> wow. And it's, I would have never guessed any of those. 
with barely a hot mic or technical difficulty between them for an electronics-heavy show. But just when penultimate performers Green Day were getting ready to debut new songs from Uno... Never heard. Didn't do A teleprompter visible from the crowd suggested otherwise. One minute, lead singer Billy Joe Armstrong howled. I'm not Justin Bieber, you motherfuckers. You gotta be fucking joking. I got one minute. One minute left. Now I got nothing left. Let me show you what one minute fucking means. (laughs) I hope he pulled his dick out and started peeing on the speaker. This is one minute. (laughs) Now there's piss on the stage. I can barely piss from being a rock star. You get it. So I'm going to take three minutes to piss right now. <laughs> Sometimes it takes me a minute to start pissing. Here we I'll go. I'll show you what a minute means. And with that, Armstrong and his bandmates proceeded to smash their guitars for the remaining seconds on stage. Hell yeah. We're going to be so pissed that our time got cut that we're going to break our own shit. Take that. Now our shit's broken. Showed you. And then, and then Armstrong... <laughs> <laughs> and to thunderous applause, the audience loved it. And yeah, then, break your shit. <laughs> yeah, destroy shit that ain't yours. We didn't want to hear that same song five times anyway. Break your shit. <laughs> break your three chord machine. <laughs> tune your shit, then break it. <laughs> Have a guy tune your shit, then destroy it. Leave here in a private jet. Leave your mess behind! <laughs> Number 11. Leave your mess behind. There might have already your been punk a punk rock voice is so much deeper than your regular voice. That's three octaves. I wish I could sing that low. I can't. I can only do voices that low. Dom DeLuise. Um, I think there were already 11 rules. And we're just riding over them. I don't remember. That's <laughs> that, how punk rock. That's punk rock, baby. <laughs> no matter what, number twelve is rewrite it. <laughs> that's nice. Because that can mean multiple things. Rewrite, rewrite the song, and that's the one he doesn't elaborate on. At yeah, all. no, that's it. Re- so. Rewrite it. <laughs> <clears throat> After they smashed their guitars. Oh, man, I missed an opportunity for when Ryan left to, to, do, a, to do a boing. Oh, yeah. Bummer. Well, he's that didn't post. Me. Uh, after the audience applaud, applauded uh, their destruction of uh, not their property and uh, things they were given for free hours before the show, <laughs> uh, Billy Joe Armstrong said, One minute. God fucking rob you all. We'll be back. God rob you all. God ro- God fucking rob you all. Armstrong said as they stormed off the stage. What did he mean by that? He meant <laughs> this is a cry for help. Um the label remained mum on the situation but with an itinerary that was only 25 minutes behind schedule by the time Green Day took the stage at 11:30 p.m. originally stated for 11 slated for 11:05 and following longer sets from Usher and Jason Aldean, oh. letting the band play. Usher had to song. do the "You Make Me Want to Reprise." <laughs> do, do, should we hear? There's like a clip of it. Should yeah. we hear Billy Joe yelling at That's the? That's not a fucking kidding me. Are you fucking kidding me? 
super tough voice, by the way. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to Paradise. Fucking kidding me? Sounds like he just got cut off on the freeway. What the what the fuck? fuck? And he was on a Vespa. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Justin Bieber gets one minute. This sounds like a it sounds like he's acting. He, like acting like punk rock. <laughs> it sounds like it's it, like he planned this. It sounds like they got a Broadway show and they were like, "We got to prove to people that we're still." It a sounds rock like band. they've got an album coming out, <laughs> and they and they gotta pr yeah prove that they're mm -hmm. still out there. Yeah. So they gotta go. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going to proceed to smash some guitars. <laughs> 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 no superhero voice. <laughs> this is my favorite guitar. Wait. And now it's broken. Wait. Okay, maybe it's not planned because the guy on the right side, maybe the bassist, uh -huh. is not with it. Like he <laughs> took off his guitar and walked off stage. <laughs> but like, the this but is my favorite guitar. But only one other guy in the band. The uh, the only other guy. Yeah. You know, the two other guys in Green Day? Yeah. One of those guys was up there smashing shit with him. God fucking love you all. Holy God love you all, he said. Yeah, that's who transcribed this. One minute. God fucking love you all. Holy We'll be back. We got to pick this shit up. We'll be back to clean up because we told our managers after we were going to do this, we would clean it up. <laughs> we'll be back dressed as someone else to clean it up. <laughs> we'll be back behind the curtain cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> what if he said that after all of that? <laughs> Fuck you, motherfucker. We'll be One back. Minute, we're going to be cleaning this up behind the curtain. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. All right, let's do some ads and then uh and then and then Mike, you can take this you can take the microphone cuz I feel like I've been uh I've been talking quite a bit over here. I've really been liking listening lately. Okay, good. I like that cuz I don't want to feel bad about uh about doing that taking no. it over here. So no, let me take no. some notes. After the Shh, I need to take notes. Okay. Okay, well, you can restart it. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that the beginning of black or white? <laughs> Turn it off! Squiddly lady. <laughs> Someone was wearing a Captain EO shirt at Galaxy's Edge the other day, Mike, when I was at Galaxy's Edge. The new Star Wars land. Oh. The new Star Wars land. I yeah. saw someone walking around with a Captain EO shirt. Do uh-huh. you know what Captain EO is? Um, maybe if I saw him. It's a Michael Jackson Disneyland attraction that used to be a 3D uh, movie where Michael Jackson would sing and dance. And is that when he turned into a, a robot? Uh, no, that's something that, that's Skywalker. Moonwalker. 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 Yeah. I have those. We should watch those. Dude, I would love to watch Even them. Even though I don't want to look at Michael Jackson right now. Can we watch it without being angry at him? Do you have proof that he did all that stuff? No, but man, we're in a time where you kind of have to believe it. And these guys that did this documentary, oh man, it's like real, real convincing shit. Hmm. Somebody told the story and it was definitely convincing. It was more convincing than it has ever been, yeah. I'm not... Okay. I know. I don't I, know it's tough. Can I like the Jackson 5? Little yeah, kid see, Michael Jackson didn't I, kiss any boys. I, right? I, dude, that's the thing. I was like listening to my music the other day, uh-huh. and I was like shuffling, and like fucking, you know, beat it comes on or something, and I'm like, God damn it, I'm just mad at you, Michael Jackson. And then I'd hit the next, and then it's like ABC from the Jackson Five, and I'm yeah. like, Fuck, this song is so fucking good. And I, and then I was thinking. Well, he was really young. He was getting hit by his dad at that point. Yeah. So is it okay to like the Jackson 5? Yeah, I think it is okay to like the Jackson 5. Okay. I think it's okay to like Michael Jackson's music. And movies? I, th- I just think right now, right now, it's a really hard time to be a Michael Jackson fan. Yeah, I'm not like promoting him or anything. You know? I know. Same but thing like with it- Hulk Hogan, dude. I watch old wrestling with Hulk Hogan all the time. Not yeah. because I respect him as a person, because I watched that in 1989 and with my family, and it makes me feel good to see it. Yeah, but you got to think about like the difference. Like Hulk Hogan was like what, maybe racist? Michael Jackson, I mean, allegedly did some really terrible shit. At least we heard Hulk Hogan be racist. <laughs> That's true. We have proof. I and know, you know man. what our it's job tough. as, as human beings is? Is to just juggle all this shit yeah. about people who don't give a fuck about us. Right. And just figure it out. Life's hard, man. It's tough to make these decisions. We weren't we aren't equipped for these decisions. But we also just... I have more important decisions to make. Yeah, of course. Of course you do. It's the whether or not I still like Michael Jackson. Think about the decisions that Like early... every other decision I've made in the past mm, Every day of my life what about Is the... more important than what... whether or not I still like Michael Jackson Right, right That's it Me opening this water right now <laughs> To take a sip <laughs> Hydrating myself Making sure kidneys functioning I just want to thank Quip really quick Thanking Quip is a perfect example A shout out to Quip If you're looking to, uh, for something to get for your dad for Father's, Father's Day. Day. Hell yeah. Which is literally like two days from now. Get your dad a better mouth with quit. Or or celebrate your new grad. Give something to your dad. Celebrate a new grad. Graduation's coming up. You'll be glad you did. Why don't you get them a one-size-fits-all <laughs> gift? Like, mm, I don't know, a new oral health care routine? With Quip, the guiding features make sticking to good. Ryan, will you shut the door for fuck's sake? The guiding features make sticking to good habits simple. 
and signing them up for a subscription helps them. Thank you, Ryan. Why'd you sit back down? Ten points, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like Ryan better than I ever liked Michael Jackson. And that's the truth. The guiding Don't features fuck it up, Ryan. The guiding features of the Quip toothbrush make sticking to good habits simple and signing them up for a subscription helps them save and refresh their brush on time. With the Quip electric toothbrush, you can show your thanks where it really counts. Guys, what about those sensitive sonic vibrations we've talked about in the past that the Quip toothbrush is equipped with? Think about the times we've talked about the sonic. They're an effective cleaning uh, method that's gentle on your sensitive gums. And there's the built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds. And that's there to remind you when to switch sides and help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Clean your whole mouth there's the multi-use cover it's very cool there's the mount that mounts to the mirrors which is so rad that i love very much and brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule every three months for just five dollars and it's a friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh and to stay committed to your oral health Guys, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. I could go on. And there's also a kid's brush. The new brush is the same as the original version. It's just tweaked for sized down mouths. Which is just doctor jargon for smaller. It's a smaller... Kids are inspired to brush better and more often with oral care that looks and feels like the products their adults use in their life. And they're proud to use Quip. You can help them develop a grown-up routine without childish gimmicks. <sighs> Mike and I love Quip. We use them every morning. I use them every evening. Mike might use them every e evening. We try to use them around the same time we call each other. And that's why we love Quip and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do too. Because they're all doing the same thing, calling each other syncing up with their brush habits guys quip starts at just 25 dollars, and if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now you can get your first refill pack for free that's your first refill pack for free at g-e-t-q-u-i-p as in peter.com slash banter getquip.com slash banter thank you quip did you know that if women hang out for like a month straight they start brushing their teeth at the same time <laughs> That's my alarm. I gotta wake up. <laughs> this is nice. This is like the scene that happens after you beat a Final Fantasy game. Everything is fine now in the village, and there are always leads. Sorry, I can't play that one because it's not royalty free. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, John. <laughs> Have you seen that new movie? Sorry, John. <laughs> hey, guys.
guys, if you're a creator or artist of any kind, podcaster, Influ- writer, influencer, influencer, video creator, etc., you've probably heard us talk about Patreon. Oh, I've never talked about Patreon in my entire life. Are we sponsored by Patreon? We've got a Patreon sponsor, oh, baby. Fucking awesome. Patreon's the reason I'm alive. Yeah. Right now. Patreon is literally the reason why I'm alive. Patreon is the reason why Joe's family is alive. Yeah. Every last one of them. And you are part of that as well. If you're listening to this and you're part of one of our Patreons, Patreon powers membership businesses for creators just like us by allowing our biggest fans to become paying patrons. Creator to fan membership gives creators like us a stable revenue stream, creative freedom, and direct relationship with our biggest fans while giving those fans things like extra content, early access, and things they couldn't get elsewhere for being a freeloader. Because of the predictable income and freedom we receive through Patreon, we've been able to, well, you know, have an office. Yeah. Mike, some things that you've been able to do with a page with your Patreon? Have groceries, pay rent, food. Basically, it's like this tip jar that's just out at all times. And as long as the people that you like are still making things. And baby, we out there busking. All the times. And you could just walk by from the comfort of your own home and drop a little something in the tip jar and say, please keep making things. Because I hate when people get complacent and comfortable and just go away. So if you're a creator looking for a sustainable revenue system, creative freedom, a closer connection with your biggest fans, Patreon would love to work with you. Head on over to patreon.com slash headgum. That's right, patreon.com slash headgum to learn more about how Patreon could work for your business or you can sign up for a free phone consultation with their creator partnership team. Again, that's patreon.com slash headgum. Patreon has enabled us to be, I don't know, here, alive. We talked about all this already. And I wonder what it could do for you. What if we floated up and switched seats? <laughs> and then our eyes were closed the whole rest of the episode. <laughs> like Lee Beebe's. Dude, we should do a uh, a bonus episode, and it's just a guided meditation. I think that's a <laughs> great <sorry>. idea. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What was that? I want to do two more things. Great man. to hear from you, Mike. Can Go I, ahead, buddy. Can yeah, I do jump two in. more things. First of all, I want to say that uh, this weekend it would be tomorrow. Yeah, when this comes out Saturday night. We have a friends and friends show at the Improv Lab, and oh, we're doing yeah. it on a circular stage in the middle of the room. Are you guys so going to be spinning? No. Well, we will be. <laughs> Does the stage? The spin? stage is stationary, but I will be spinning. Okay, good. Because I'm going to cover it with <laughs> ice, and I'm going to do a perlalette. I love it. A chocolate mousse perlalette. I hate these fucking little flies that are coming around. Yeah. Well, you gotta, you know, make several changes in this building if. If you're going to stop them from doing I wonder it. which ones those could be. All I want to say is that uh, the Friends and Friends show, the crowd work show, is awesome when people are there. And this is a uh, first time they're ever doing it in this room. So you got to come. It's going to be fucking awesome. I would love to come. And I love coming. <clears throat> so here's my next thing. Okay. I've been listening to a lot of Billy I- William Eyelashes recently. Do you know Billy Eilish? She's like a 17-year-old. Oh, I've heard Elish. Eilish. Billy Elish. Eilish. Is it eyelash? No, it's not eyelash. It's eyelash. It's eyelash between what we're saying. Elished. Elished is the. Show. I think I've seen. Man, this is we're final. We're officially old. 
Well, I'm listening. I'm the one telling you about it. But you also said eyelash. I said William Eyelash, which was very on it purpose. Could be and what, not it her could name. be what you thought it was. Now I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> All I, I'm saying is that I have a favorite song that she does. Okay. And I'd like to make a request. I just sent you the lyrics to it. Okay. And I'd like you to read the first couple of verses in the open eyes, close eyes voice. Oh, that's great. Okay. I pulled and it up here on my note, on my messages here on my computer. It might be funny if you got a royalty free. I don't want to tell you how to touch your companion. Oh, yeah. No, tell. Yeah, give but it. Just give. like a little simple, slow beat or even that meditation thing. Oh, that's great. Or maybe a different meditation. A one? different one that hasn't been playing for the last 15. Okay. Royalty free <laughs> meditation music. While you're doing that, I'll take this opportunity to tell you that I'll also be at my <laughs> new home club, The Laugh Factory. On July 1st, and I can get as many of you as possible on the guest list as soon as you tell me uh, that you're coming and tell me how many people you're bringing. Inbox me, dog, and I'll get you guys on the guest list. Here we go. <laughs> Is this the new trailer for Marvel film? It sounds like a reboot of a Steven Spielberg. You know, I never thought that life could go on without him. Hey! You seen Tony around? No, he's dead. Dead, dead, dead. Life's different. I didn't echo at first. (laughs) Where am I going to get all my chips? Chips, chips, Tony's dead. Tony's dead. Tony's dead. I used to open his fridge, and there'd be so many snacks, 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 snacks. He'd drive me anywhere I wanted to go. He'd drive me to the mall. He'd drive me to my favorite pizza palace. Palace, palace, palace. You can't reach the pedals, Tony. You can't reach the pedals, Tony. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read these. <laughs> what happens in that movie? I don't know, but I want to see it. It's I didn't about, have the knuckle, of course. You know what it is? It's like Home Alone with Spider-Man in Tony Stark's house. <laughs> And he can't leave. He's house sitting Tony Stark's like super high tech house, mm-hmm. and uh, it's and he's like all curious about all the buttons and like we don't even know, man. Tony Stark's house, so the technology buttons. in there, holy shit, man. Yeah. Carbon fiber buttons. Yeah, he's gonna find like the equivalent, the Disney equivalent of Tony Stark's like porn. <laughs> you know, robot porn. Yeah, there's gonna be like some moment where like a ro- <laughs> like a woman walks in and he's gonna be like, oh Jesus, what's this? <laughs> And then it's like literally like a robot that Tony Stark <laughs> maybe has sex with, but yeah. but he like keeps trying to push her back into the cabinet she came out of, and yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. "I just want to kiss you. I just want to kiss you." And there's definitely a line in the script that says, "You're not Mr. Stark." Yeah. So uh, I want to see that movie. It's called Spider-Man: Homecoming. Aloning. Aloning. Spider-Man: Colon Home Alone. <laughs> Spider-Man Tony's out <laughs> Spider-Man Tony's dead Spider-Man whose house Tony's house <laughs> Spider-Man Tony's out the house <laughs> Yeah I like it Spider-Man house sitting <laughs> <laughs> That's the winner Ding Alright I look forward to seeing you all Talented listeners Making photoshops of that all right, here we go. I, I'm so going to do the open eyes, close eyes voice to this thing you just texted me. Yeah. These lyrics to a Billy Irish song. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
I've been watching you for some time. Can't stop staring at those. Oceans of ice. <laughs> Burning cities and napalm skies. Fifteen flares inside those ocean eyes. Your ocean eyes. That's him at open mic night. Wow, that's reading his beat poetry. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, Great job. I will listen to Billie Eilish. Yeah, real good. And she's from. I've seen her. Does she look like a scarier Jack White? No, she's actually she's very pretty. pretty But she looks like scary Jack White. No, scary Jack White. No, no, no. She's very pretty. Jack White is like sickly looking. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Jack White looks like a child of the. No, this woman looks like us. This woman looks like. Yes, I've seen. Hang on, I'll find the I'll find the imagery that I'm that I'm thinking of. She wears a lot of rings, so she's pretty punk rock. She's got that Liberace thing going. If I'm honest, if I'm honest, she's got that Liberace thing going. She wears very baggy clothing. Yeah, like look at this. Tell me this isn't like a Jack White. Hang on, let me let it load. <laughs> Tell me this isn't like creepy female Jack White. Oh, yeah, okay. but this is like you're doing like the. The art for her record. I'm I'm talking about like she doesn't always look like that. Okay, well that's what I've seen. That's all I've seen of her. Yeah, that was on billboards and stuff. Yeah, she's sitting on a bed and she has no. She oils. looks like the Exorcist girl. Yeah, she's not. She doesn't always look like that. <laughs> do you um, know who? Uh, I have a funny story about last let's night. Let's hear. That we could do a history road. Yeah, I'll do a little mini so history road. Yeah, do your own history road. Um, do you know who comedian Kyle Kinane is? <laughs> no. Kyle very Kinane? Funny. Kyle Kinane. No. Very funny. Uh, I did a. I got asked to do a bar show in Burbank last night, mm-hmm. kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend Dennis put it on. My mm-hmm. friend Dennis is one of the, You would fucking love him. Dennis Hemphill. One of the funniest people I know. Owner of one of my favorite jokes ever. Can you say it? Yeah. He talks about um, having to scooch by people when they say can i just scooch by you and it's always like the most invasive <laughs> like there's no subtle way to just yeah scooch yeah by you somebody. can't can no. i just i just need to scooch just, yeah. and then he has this other joke about he was driving along the highway and he saw uh, a steering wheel on the side of the highway he's like what a bummer <laughs> that must have been <laughs> <Anyway, laughs> that's very funny. very funny so he organized this thing at the place that used to be um, mm. This restaurant in Burbank called Sardo's, which oh, is yeah. actually the first place I ever saw Elliot do an open mic, like seven years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Sardo's was that place the the um, the source fed kids would go to sometimes. Yeah, so it was a nice place. They reopened it. It's called like Crawford's or something like that. Yeah, with a live band karaoke. Yes, which I want to do. That little stage is a cool stage. So he organized the show there. I guess the new owner used to be a comedian, and they have some comedian friends, and there were maybe. 
12 people at the bar and uh-huh. half of them were very drunk and the other half are just like this is our favorite bar what are you why are you talking into a microphone <laughs> which you encounter a lot of course um but uh it was a tag team show which means there's no host just the comedians bring each other up oh okay and the person does that who get kind of awkward does that does that no get... no 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 everyone everyone it's already like knows we're all what doing, doing like a a craft together as okay. long as you're not an asshole right but that kind of plays into the story. Okay. So there's this comedian, Kyle Kinane. Ryan, do you know who he is? Okay. So this is only going to be great for a certain amount of Some people. people. <laughs> but he's like a legend. He's a very funny man. Uh, he went up before me and he killed because he's an established, he's been a comedian for a thousand years and he's very good and he's very smart. Right. And then he was like, oh, I got to bring up the next guy. And going up after someone kills is a very unique challenge because everyone's like whoa that was awesome and now it's done right and now there's somebody else who needs to <laughs> somehow be, get close to that right so he goes i gotta introduce the next guy okay i saw this guy i remember in the 50s he was in atlantic city doing a ventriloquist act <laughs> ladies and gentlemen mike falzone <laughs> so i gotta holy I, shit i went up there and i had to fuck do Anything after that. After that? Yeah. Wow. After killing and after that intro, I had to be like, you guys like dogs or- That guy, yeah, that guy, <laughs> that guy made you, he put, he put like a giant pink hat on your head yeah. for the whole rest of the- Check out this pink hat. Yeah. But, wow, uh, what, a, what a powerful tool a comedian has by being able to, or even someone that's like an, like a hosting a, a comedy night, uh-huh. what a power they have to like give the audience a perception of who they're about to see. Yeah. Dude, like you well, could the truly... host is like very much working a job. Yeah. You know, like, like it's there. Couldn't you like sabotage someone? hundred percent. 120,000. Have you seen it happen in a vindictive way? Um, uh, not that I can remember. Have you seen it happen normally, in a way if where- If you're on a show, if everyone's on a show, it's like we're all in this together because it's the right. same audience. But you've, you know, I've heard things and you've heard things about how like the comedy world can be kind of cutthroat. And yeah. like, you know, there's groups of people that kind of like, oh, we don't hang with those guys because yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. are assholes or whatever. I guess have I was just ever, talking about my experience. I'm sure people fuck each other. Have you ever witnessed someone introducing a comedian in a way that made you go, holy shit, he should not have said that? Um, definitely like, like bad intros. Oh, okay. And but like nothing ner- in the way. But out of like being nervous. Right, not right. Out of like, <laughs> this next guy got a couple me too's on him. Next up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's never happened. Plus we live on the West coast and there's yeah. a lot of comedians talking behind each other's back that happens. And coming up to the stage, good friend of mine, a lot of allegations, Mike Falzone. <laughs> I like that the example had to end with my last name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, may I, Mike? Do you mind? What? Do I mind if I if you do? There's nothing better than the hi-hat that keeps going for a second. And then the...
you just play the end again for the high? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Somebody's got to stop this thing. <laughs> shit, I forgot I have to hit stop. Shit, shit, shit. I want that to be my text tone now. <laughs> Should I start really far back because I feel bad for the people that sent in History Roads way sure. back? Or should I start from the top, uh, Brand New Boy? I don't... If I start from the top, Brand New Boy, we're gonna we're really never going to go back. It's up to you, man. You're at the helm. <laughs> You'll be all right. Sarah D. sends an email to us at History Road saying, this is short, I promise, and says, I just started running, and I always listen to the podcast while I run, mostly walk and gasp for air. I would love if you guys could give me a small, little, tiny baby encouragement to stop me from giving in to my jello legs. Thanks. Sincerely, Sarah. Jello legs is my favorite follow-up to Ocean Eyes. <laughs> let's do um let's give let's give Sarah a little bit of encouragement while she's running right now. If this is you running right now, pick this moment to run. You Good start. Pause the podcast. This is just for Sarah. Pause the podcast now. Don't come back to the podcast until you're ready to run. Mm. Okay? So here we go. If this is you running now or starting to run, this is your encouragement from Mike and I. You ready? Here we go. Mm, Sarah, you've decided to run today. Good job. You've already made the first step to running. You should be very proud of yourself. Running isn't easy, and the and getting out there to run is even not easier. Think about all the things that need to happen. You need to be out, have shoes on. Ugh, clothes. You gotta have clothes on. Have clothes on. And not only clothes, specific clothes for running. Hopefully you don't have jeans. If you have jeans on, pause the podcast, go back. Please pause the podcast and go home and take off those jeans. Jeans are not meant for being a runner in. So now you're picking up speed. Ooh, a little too fast. Slow down, baby girl. There you go. That's nice. And that, take a second now to concentrate on your breathing and feel how that's nice. Yeah. Close your eyes for just one second. One song, open it. Just one song, open up. You can't run with your eyes closed. Just for a second, because I want you to know that you are in control of yourself. Pothole. Careful. Now look straight up at the sky while you run. And Pump now your... look back at the road where you're running, or look back at the street. And, uh, and keep running. Now look straight up again and pump your arms as hard as you possibly can. Lift your knees high like a cartoon. Keep looking, getting away keep from looking. a giant boulder. Don't look down. Don't look down. Don't look down. And you can look down now. Pothole. Now, now that you're turning a corner or you're straightening yourself out here, so let's speed up a little bit. Mm. And even faster than that. And even faster. Look straight up now. What? Flap your arms. Hard. Like a bird. Scream. Say, Diana! And then stop. Take a breath and have some water. You're done. You nice run. Water. If you didn't bring water, pause this, go back in time and get water. And that's your run for, for today. Thank you, Ryan. 
Well, now I'm back in the in where the newer stuff is, so we're gonna start there. Ryan, your name kind of sounds like Ryan. Ryan. Run Faruqi. Why are people sending me so long history roads? Look at this. Ryan. So long history road. When am I ever gonna Do read this? <laughs> Keep them short and sweet. Now you live your life like a crumbling grim. Wow, these are all so long. Do you guys even listen to the podcast? <laughs> they transcribed it. Sent it back at them. Ryan, you should be screening these. That's not a bad idea. Let's add more work for Ryan to do. Ryan, are you busy? Ryan, you're not busy. Miked up musicians mumbling mouth sounds from Drew Young. He says, hello, sweet BB BBs. I'm a 21-year-old sweet boy from Glasgow, Glasgow, Scotland. Is it Glasgow or Glasgow? Glasgow. I'm sorry. You can make fun of the way I said the way of the name of the place you're from, but I've never been there, so I don't really need to know the name of it and how to say it. Steve is never going to go to Glasgow, Ireland. I'll probably go. It's Scotland. And I'm an avid gig goer, going to many concerts each month as I love seeing live music. Nice. However, after listening to Dynamic Banter episode 145, Heavy Breathing, <laughs> containing the bit about musicians' noises whilst playing, Everything changed for me. When I now see these musicians' mouths moving whilst playing, I have to refrain from giggling and imagining what sounds are going on up in there. I've attached a video of easily the best example I've seen from the double bass player from Maisha seemingly doing his best fish impression. I had to video it. It is all I paid attention to for the rest of the show and that I had been highly looking forward to for a while. Thanks for ruining my favorite pastime, my favorite dynamic duo. Sorry. Um, I, should we watch this video? I don't know. It's like, it's, I don't, I, I mean, I can, I get it. I get it. It's, it's probably funny looking, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm downloading. <laughs> did he, uh, don't so send he, me a virus. He did a, he, he filmed, filmed a guy. A band? He filmed a guy at a show, uh-huh. the bass player from Maisha. Yeah. And he was and he said imagining what his mouth sounds were for yeah. this video were really funny, but how am I supposed to share that with anybody? You're not Oh fuck. <laughs> you shouldn't play the audio. You should just look at his mouth. Okay, I'm going to look at his mouth. Cuz they didn't ask to be on our <laughs> oh my show. God. He's playing a stand-up bass. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is great. He's playing a stand-up bass, and he's doing this. <laughs> like saying the notes? Yeah, yeah. B, 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 A, A, A flat, A flat, A flat, B, 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 stretch that B. <laughs> no, it's basically, this is the sounds he's making. Look at it. That's totally what he's doing. Uh, All right. Thank you for making me laugh and no one else, Drew. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you for your participation, Drew. You want to do one more? Here's a really short history road from Lexi Hillman. It says, leave Lexi Santa. gets it. She says, leave Santa Rosa and Klondike macaron. 
this has been. <laughs> That's all it says? Yeah. Leave? What? <laughs> <laughs> it says, scr- the subject line is scrawl tree code. Is this like an ARG that's starting? Is Tom Hanks going to bust through the door with Da Vinci's code? And it says, leave Santa Rosa and Klondike Macaron. M-A-C-A-R-O-N-E. Is that like a, if you shuffle the words around, it means something else. (laughs) And one last one here from Nicole Mason. She says, small history road. Hi, Mike and Steve. My name is Nicole. I live in Toronto. And I just started online dating for the first time. Honk, honk, squeak, spoing. Dang. I recently met a cute musician boy, and during nope. this- <laughs> Over. <laughs> Gone. Turn, turn around and go the other way. You're asking for hurt. Um, and during his, the small talk of our first conversation, he mentioned an old comedy musician he was listening to named Spike Jones. Oh, yeah, classic. I gave him a listen, and it was confusing and delightful. His songs are full of horn honks, sirens, cuckoo clocks, and other such nonsense. Yeah, I, when I listen to Dr. Demento, Spike Jones would come on all the time. Definitely a massive inspiration for my madness. My mind immediately went to dynamic banter. Coincidentally, the boy I was talking to was a fan of Mike, but had never heard of the show. Interesting. Obviously, I told him to check it out. That's strange. Terrible fan. To be honest, I don't even care if you two read this story on the podcast. I just really want to hear your take on Spike Jones, especially the song Cocktail for Two. Cocktails for Two, I thought. Cocktails Love you both, Nicole. Dude, I, um, <laughs> I, I, we can't possibly get in trouble for playing this song because it's like way out of the public domain probably. Um, um, but let me see if I can find it. Cocktails for Two. It's one of the funniest weirdest fucking songs and dude it's from like mm, is it weirder than i'm the boss by burl ives i'm the boss he's the the boss boss. (laughs) i forgot about that i'm the boss Uh, um okay so really quick what is it um 1930 dude heard of it is where cocktails for two uh, comes from oh wait this isn't uh this isn't spike jones i'm gonna have to play a different one yeah, I'm the boss. Okay, here we go. Here's this. Here's Spike Jones singing "Cocktails for Two, which is a very, very ridiculous song. Oh wow, this is a different version I'm unfamiliar with. So I'm just gonna do this one. Here we go. It's wonderful. You're going to love it. Who are all these people? They're all dead. Oh, what delight to be given the right to be carefree and gay once again. Dude, in the 30s, you needed 70 people to sing a song. Secluded rendezvous <laughs> that overlooks the avenue <laughs> with someone sharing a delight. Cocktails for two as we enjoy a cigarette <laughs> to 
some exquisite chansonette. Two hands are sure to slyly meet beneath a serviette with cocktails for two. My head may go reading, but my heart will be obedient with intoxicating kisses for the principal ingredient. Most any afternoon at five. I don't know. I I mean, it's it. He had a whole band called uh, fuck. I forgot what they were called. Spike Jones and the and his City Slickers. That's it. Are they like in the dark? <laughs> you know, are they like silhouettes? You know, I don't know what they know. They could be in the dark about a lot of things. Listen to this comment from the video of this song. It says. <laughs> Played this for my dad's funeral march. Awesome. Followed by Reville Rock Johnny and the Hurricanes when the curtain closed. He had a fantastic sense of humor and his song got the other mourners smiling, which was just what my dad would have wanted. He died in 2015, aged 56. Yikes. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, that's Spike Jones. Thank you for uh, reminding me about Spike Jones and then having us share Spike Jones on the podcast, Nicole. Spike Jones. All right. <sighs> Mike? Yes. You want to plug anything, buddy? Anything? Yeah. More? Same stuff I said before. This Saturday at the Improv, July 1st at the Laugh Factory. All that stuff is going to be awesome. Coming back to Toronto on the first week end of, go ahead and write this down, uh, October. That's far away. Um, dude, thank you so much for buying all that. Um, oh my god! All the T-shirts and the posters we came dude. out with, and that poster's so cool. And I've been yeah. getting nothing but, even from my friends, nothing but like amazing feedback from that poster. Yeah, that that wonderful artist created for us. If Aston you guys, Olive. if you guys didn't get to see that poster, then I'm very sad for you because we sold out of that poster pretty quickly. Yeah, we. I don't know. I don't want to promise we might bring it back because that's kind of the thing with the dynamic I'll banter that we stuff. Won't. Well, there Bye-bye. it is. It's probably never going to come back. Grail. Um, you know, it's such a good poster, though. So, but that, but this gives you an opportunity to get in on the know now yeah. for when new merchandise gets released. Truly, you know, unless we kind of feel like it which is very rare, you're probably not going to get another chance to get this stuff. Dude, got a philosophy. We got the classics, Yeah, got the black classics, and then everything else is like, this is when you were listening to the podcast. Yeah. So if we see you out and you're wearing the shit, if we see you out and Ryan will find you, we know <laughs> exactly. <will> <laughs> if I see you with a, with a, a bright blue shirt with a pink logo, I know, know a ex- very specific yeah. time when you were listening. And... You know, we'll know who the true fans are too. That way, but you're right. You, we do know kind of the shirts we release through the kind of history of the show. In yeah. a way. And if you um, don't, really fun. Have money to buy a shirt, which is totally fine. We won't believe you're a true fan unless you memorize an episode verbatim. Yeah, you have to perform an entire one with your friend and do voices. Um. Yeah. So definitely check out dynamicbanter.clothing. Uh, that's Byron McCoy's. Shop on uh, the Byron McCoy shopping site there, and shout out to Byron for being a badass. Yeah, and killing it and with all this stuff. It. Sending out everything. Please be patient with him. It's one guy. He prints the T-shirts. He orders everything. He ships them all out. It's one guy. Yeah, and on top of it, I've been bothering him. I'll give you guys a little tease about the candles. Oh, nice. So, 
progress has is occurring. Wick Williams candles. Wick William Kringles. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for everyone that bought a piece of limited dynamic banter merch. Come variant. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everyone else in the world. Reach out with the videos, Ryan. Reach out releasing, with the videos, Ryan. Releasing them fucking BTS shits. Thank you, Ryan, for your help. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>